I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. Hey folks, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, January 10, 2019. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. And it was an interesting day. So the market started down, but we quickly had a recovery and then the market actually grinded higher all day. Right out of the gate, I'll tell you without a shadow of a doubt, that's bullish behavior. The market has a destination. I believe the destination is at least 263, and I think that's where it's headed. It wants to get there. That's been the story the whole time. Certainly, we could have pulled back more today. They had every single opportunity to do so. We could have pulled back for a couple of days. Sure, we could have. To the 20-period moving average, anything was possible. But instead, they turned around with an excuse to pull back, and they finished near the highs of the day. That's bullish behavior, no matter any way you look at it. I do want to point a few important things out, but first, let me pause and thank everybody who participates and posts comments underneath the video each and every night. Please continue to do so. I love the interaction. Please keep up the great work. In addition, please hit the thumbs up button on the video and share the video with anybody that you think can benefit from this information. Remember 255. 255 was an important number. It remains an important number. And what's interesting this morning is when the market dropped in the morning with an opportunity to certainly go lower, and that was in my morning notes. Here it is real quick. Let's take a look. The market had a fantastic rally off the bottom. Today appears to be starting out as a normal consolidation day. That means a normal garden variety pullback. That's the way markets work. It doesn't have to be more until and unless signs develop that we saw another top. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I believe higher prices are still coming, but it's a garden variety pullback. That's what that means in English. I'm always pretty sure it's English, but just in case. I wish I spoke other languages, but I barely speak this one. This morning, 2560 in the ES, this is the S&P E-mini futures contract, should represent initial decent support. The similar price in the SPY is slightly above, wait for it, 255. Now, then we scroll up a little bit. If markets don't hold this area, the next major area of daily chart support would be down around 2545. And I go on to say the bear case in case the market drops further. Traders will ask, why not short for that price, meaning the lower prices? And instead of getting the emails, I figured I'll just answer it in advance because we don't know that they'll get there. But if they do, it becomes a price level of long interest, meaning I'm willing to buy it to consider in real time. Then I go on to say, let's say the buy the dip crowd shows up this morning. What does that look like and how does the market turn bullish? We have to know both sides of the market going in. This is before the market even opens. This is out at 9 o'clock in the morning. Getting hourly closes above 25.76 is a start and closing hourly above 25.82 begins to eliminate the decline and turn the short-term attention back to the upside. What happened today? Well... We went back to the upside. So here's a guideline where traders will know, at least from a short-term perspective, 
what I'm expecting from the market, and then they can choose to do what they want with that information. And then a little reminder, remember when the bulls fight the bears, we're likely to get large swings in both directions, and they can be quick and violent. Traders will need smaller position size and wider stops on days like today. So that was basically early in the morning, and then the market settled down, and we had the grind higher all day long. Real quick, one more thing on this sheet here. We had one morning gap trade that hit AAL. That was a whopper. Only the third target hit, and traders that have taken the course know why targets one and targets two were eliminated and off the table. And then we go down and we look at here the price levels, S&P, E-mini, Spider, and crude oil. I took the NASDAQ and the triple Qs off. It's too much information. I can't keep track of that. I don't watch them close enough. It's not fair that somebody thinks that I am, so I took it off. And then we had the stocks on the move, and I put this out also before the opening bell, and the one that did hit its entry point, it triggered LB. We had an entry price of $24.75, and you can go back and look at the chart and see what happened to L Brands or LB when it hit that price level. So I really wanted to take a couple of minutes to point out what is now a new service under development. It's a consolidation of a couple of other things that I was doing for a select number of traders. Now I'm consolidating it. I'm making it better for everybody. Everybody that wants it. I'm just saying what it is and those that want it are more than welcome to it. You have to have taken the course, right? You have to know how the market works. Otherwise, it's not going to be useful information. Without the why behind the way the market works and the strategies and everything I teach, they're just numbers on a page. They're not meaningful unless you understand why certain numbers are important and how we enter certain trades and where our risk is and where we're wrong. If you don't know all that stuff, they're just numbers on a page. Here's the hourly chart of the spider, and you can see as long as we're above 255, I'm pretty comfortable with the long side. I'm not interested in now recapturing 255. I'm not interested in getting to 255 at this point. I think the market wants to go higher. I think it's got to get it done. I don't know that it will on Friday, but I think within the next couple of sessions, it's going to have to go get these levels reached, and then we'll decide what happens with the market after that. I'm not saying we have a blast-off with much higher prices after that, and I'm not saying we have a collapse. I'm not saying anything. What I'm saying right now is my target is 263 to 265. Don't mix up a target with a short trade. It may be a short trade. Right now, it's a target for my long trade. And by the way, that brings up another important point. I thought this was important to mention. So I took one-third of a core position that I have that was basically a SPY option position. And I don't want to get into the specifics and waste a lot of time, but let's call it a core position. And then I were trade around the core position. So for example, I might buy some this morning and sell it this afternoon for a day trade, but I still have the core position that I'm waiting for higher prices, 263 to 265. Well, here's the important point. I sold one-third of that core position, and I want to explain something. Why did I sell it if I'm looking for higher prices? It sounds stupid. It feels stupid. It's 100% correct. Let me explain. 
You know, I've explained in the past that when you enter a position in a market or a stock that's falling because you're looking for a specific price, it doesn't feel good because the last thing that happened is the stock was going lower or the market was going lower and our minds are traditionally programmed to think that it's going to continue going lower because that's the last thing we saw, that's the last thing in our mind. The same thing goes for the upside. When something is climbing or rising, that's why the media gets bullish because that's all they know. It's the last thing that happened. We have short-term thinking, short-term memory over long-term memory. But here's the point. When we buy something that's falling, it's on sale, but it feels bad. It feels like we're buying when nobody wants it because we are, because we're traditionally out of the money immediately unless we nail the low to the penny, which is very rare, which is why we're traditionally out of the money right away. So it always feels bad when we buy something. I'm not talking about buying breakouts. I'm talking about buying something on sale. But what I always say is when it feels bad, it's generally right if all the other things that you're supposed to put together have come together. Everything that I teach in the course. If you're following the rules, it's still going to feel bad when you enter the trade. Well, now let's get back to why did it feel bad when I sold a third of my position today? Because it's the right thing to do. At the end of the day, we get close to the fat round number of 2600 and the S&P 500. My work tells me we have higher prices, but I treat my trading business as a business. And I don't know that we're going higher. My work tells me we're going higher, so I'm comfortable taking on or remaining with some risk for higher prices. I am in the risk business. But at the same time, I have to take profit along the way because that's how you make money. If the market gets to 263 or even 265, I can tell